This is Popular Apocrypha, Episode 1, The Stormtrooper, recorded on May 25th, 2017. With us today, of course, is Riley, the handsome hipster, hoping to have a haberdashery, Logan, the media star wannabe, who without whom we would not be able to do this whatsoever, Eli, our funny man, but not half as hilarious as he is funny looking, Daniel, of whom I am too fearful to make up a comedic introduction, and myself, a level 67 human tryhard and your host. How are we all doing today? Doing good. <clears throat> man, two of those really missed. <laughs> <laughs> It's episode one, and we've got to start off strong or not at all, so mm-hmm. here we are. Agreed. <laughs> to episode 100. Uh, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> Absolutely okay. not. Well, I'll edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you've said it. And mysterious cut. Now. <laughs> uh, Riley, do you want to go ahead and explain a little bit about who we are, what we're doing? Yeah, so... Um, Popular Apocrypha is essentially just us, uh, you know, shooting the breeze and talking about uh, characters we think need improvement. So, uh, I mean, after all, we have, you know, homes get improvements, homes get makeovers, and people get makeovers, so why not fictional characters? So, that's what we're doing with this podcast, I think. Um, For uh, the audience's information, if you don't know already, Apocrypha, as a word, means writings or reports that are not considered genuine. Um, so we are going to recanonize, that is rewrite, or like Riley said, make over uh, favorite and least favorite characters. Basically, nobody's safe. So yep. any any characters just going to get remodeled, except Batman. I was gonna I was gonna just say even <laughs> Batman. No. There's going to be a huge smear campaign for Batman. That will be a three episode series. <laughs> I think possibly more. people that would have survived during the whole Batman series if you would just kill everyone. We'll wait a couple episodes for that one. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so to get started, let's uh, let's uh, play a game. Um, this game is called Character Burnout. Each person takes a turn naming off different characters that fit into a given category until someone can't name a character and, or until they otherwise flub. Um, each time that you name a new character, the next response you give, the next name that you name, must be in the likeness of that previous character. Um, So, for example, if I were to name Emperor Palpatine, then my next name that I name, however, whatever name that is, I would have to say it as if I was Emperor Palpatine. So the um, in that likeness, the the character of the the, uh, excuse me, the uh, characteristic of the characters for today's game is going to be characters from Star Wars. Um, We will start off with. Riley on this one and go to Eli and then just keep going around. All right. I'm going to do, do I have to do, like, do I have to name them in their voice or do I have to name them then say something in their voice? Um, so how it works is the next name that you name, you have to say in the previous voice. So you're lucky. So you get to just say name, whatever name you want. Okay. So I could really screw Eli over. Right. Yeah. Right. Because. Right, because Eli has to say yeah. it. Yeah, mm. exactly. General Grievous. So then I'd say uh, next name in General, in General Grievous' voice. voice, correct. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he's really good. <laughs> I did not plan for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 
was that? That's Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. Okay. Yeah, except you said general because okay. it made actual applicable sense to yeah. the situation. Come on, get good at this. Go fast. Go fast. Yeah, go. Cut. Cut myself. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm Logan, by the way. I probably should have introduced myself after my introduction. Cut that one out too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. I, oh, I am not going to be in this podcast at all. <laughs> uh, don't mind while Eli scoots away on his butt. What is he doing? He's just scooting away off from... Oh, is that even the wood? Is yeah, that wood board? like laminate, I guess. Okay, All right. Logan. Um, let's see. You got like five seconds. Oh, Jaw Jaw Beats. That's pretty good. Mm. Blast. <laughs> is that like the one word he always says? Yeah. That's his non-curse curse. Blast. <laughs> Wait, hold her again. Just pick one. Yeah, just pick one. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my, my impersonation sucked ass. Yeah, I don't know what I would do for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Jeez, um... At me set in front of it? Not yeah. from my perspective. Not from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi are evil in my perspective. But that was Darth Vader, though. Stick At that point. point. You're just grasping now for that. No, that's... that's Dude, true. like five seconds have gone by. <laughs> younger Amy, let's clarify. I know, but younger I'm, Amy. I'm trying to think of a character. Small child, that's all that you have to do. Just do <laughs> child voice. Oh, mm. I gotta really... Uh, Do it. Uh, I gotta think of it. I got a character. I got a character in mind, but I gotta think of if he would even know this other character. Oh, uh, uh, I want you to duck. Uh, no, duck a- no. You know, you have to do Annie. You've got to do Annie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Squato. 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 But I don't. Like, what? Squato. Talk like a child. N- name, name a character. Complain about, about the sand. Squato! <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> you got a really high pitch. Who's. Oh, shit. The winged, the blue. The <laughs> oh, Bodagandaya. Look at the Yavani. The semi racist character. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. 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 I think you should talk like Yoda. Mm. Oh, this is a good one. Mm, you're so nice to Boba now. What did Sebulba sound like? The other racist caricature. You know, it sounds like the, the generic alien <laughs> in the Star Wars. But, but not like the other one. No, he almost sounds just like Watto. Oh, yeah, okay. So he just talks in different languages. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't speak English. Oh, <laughs> 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 C-3PO. Mmm, that was a good one. Does he, is, I don't remember, does C-3PO have a British accent? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, really I don't his, like, it's been a long time, That's okay? your stick. It's been, a, like, a good four Anthony years since Daniels. I last saw him. I like how you know um, the name, too. Yeah. He's been in everything. Uh, every uh, Star Wars. Cough claps, cough claps. Oh, thank you, I thank you. Oh. Oh, oh. oh. I'm now oh. part of the Star Wars universe, too. <laughs> Star Wars is my bitch now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fuck you raw. <laughs> oh, I say, Chewbacca. 
I hate you so much. <laughs> you've got, you got ten seconds to do There we go. That's our Chewbacca. Take it as you will. What? Did you, did you say wild character card. in Chewbacca? Wild card. Wild card. Wild card. Okay. Just feel like there could be a lot of those with the Star Wars universe. This might be the last one, I think, because then we should probably move on. We should say Jawa. Jawa. <laughs> 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 like the Jawas? Yeah, just a Jawa. Kira, you got five seconds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you walk. Um, I think you should do Padme. Roger, Roger. <laughs> oh, your battle droid. Have a battle okay. droid. Oh, blonde girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is that? Oh, sexy British lady. <laughs> Yep, that's that's our flub. There we go. Eli's our winner, I guess, in that game. Uh, I mean he did I, nail I down he did nail down the grievous, so uh, who who did who did the best impression? Eli yeah, did a good grievous. The grievous was definitely I don't know how well that would pick up no. over audio, but no matter what, Eli won. <laughs> Basically, it's what we're saying. <laughs> All right. Almost sexy strapping lady. Yep. Um, <laughs> speaking of great transitions, this week's episode is brought to you through partnering with Zane Design. Zane Design is a small, private, professional graphic design company that works closely with their customers to provide masterful and creative products. They offer a variety of services and product creation, including logo design, web, website template, marketing, artwork, and more. In fact, Zane Design even created our own logo on Popular Apocrypha. When you email Zane Design and include the promo code POPAPOC, that's P-O-P-A-P-O-C, you can receive 20% off your next total design order. Thanks, Zane Design. Just email LukeZaneDesign at gmail.com. That's L-U-K-E-Z-A-N-E-D-E-S-I-G-N at gmail.com with the promo code POPAPOC, that's P-O-P-A-P-O-C, uh, somewhere in the subject bar and get your professional creative composition with Zane Design. I went to school with him. It's pretty cool. Guy. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today, in line with our uh, uh, characteristic of our from our game of uh, Star Wars characters, we are discussing the stormtrooper as our primary character. Um, as we mentioned, as Riley mentioned before, our goal is to make, you know, make, make characters better. Let's make them more, more relatable or more, more idealized. Let's, let's rewrite them to how, you know, the five of us best see fit because we say so. Um, so does anyone have anything that they'd specifically like to change? Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Let's change the Nazi overtone. <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> to what? I don't know. American overtone. Yeah, American. American. Red, white, and blue suits. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine? Is yes, this, yes, I can. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, you can't. It's a giant eagle. So what what is necess- what is Nazi overtones in your oh. Did you not see Force Awakens? I'm wanting you to play oh. Force Awakens. Oh. That one that scene was, dude, that where the guy's ama- literally up on the stage and it's just like, oh look at that Hitler. Can I just point out <laughs> that, that we're Can I just point out that we were talking about this and you said did you not see Force Awakens? Oh no. 
See? Unintentional puns. That whole entire thing, and then you got all of them literally doing a hand salute. <laughs> it's true. So I mean, I get that's the point that those that army and those characters are supposed to be in like the placeholder for a Nazi party-esque type thing. Right. George Lucas created the characters of the stormtroopers, the empire to be the empire of Germany. I mean, what's then when you think about it, when you play games like Battlefront, when you play as a stormtrooper, it's like, I want to play as a Nazi. (laughs) So would you just remove the hand gestures? How would you remove that aspect of it? Do stormtroopers really do the gestures? Yeah. When that, they do that in scene, Force Awakens. Like, yeah, when Force Awakens, when that guy's done with his speech, they all do that, like, hand thing. Considering the full canon, the full milieu of stuff out there, do they really, other than that one scene? That's a good point. I don't know. There's really other overtones, but if it's, I don't think just no, the No, they just been really hard on the Force Awakens, that whole... Like, yeah, they did. They were kind of the faceless enemy kind of. I mean, they're called the, what, third... Uh... Like, no. <laughs> no, that's literally just I mean, Germany. The First Order. Oh, they yeah, they call the Third Order. Aren't no, they? First Order. First, first order. order. Yeah, we, it's still a throwback to the. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can't really get rid of that because that's kind of the point of the movie, right? But it's supposed to be. Uh, I mean, coming out in like the at what the 60s, right? Yeah. Um, it came out in the 70s. 70s. Excuse me. Um, oh well, somebody <laughs> knows their stuff. Um, it's literally right here. <laughs> <laughs> In my notes. (laughs) That's too meta. We can't do that. Pay no Uh, mind to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, but George Lucas growing up with these, all of of these stories and stuff coming out of his, um, not necessarily his generation, but his parents' generation growing up in the immediate aftermath of the Second and First World Wars and stuff. Yeah, no, but if, if we were to replace the Nazi overtones, with some other overtone, I would I would think it would need, it would need to have some kind of meaning. Well, yeah, whatever. What it could be, whatever meaning has, whatever you want. But I'm really in favor of uh, guerrilla type, <laughs> uh, nonpartisan, like just expeditionary rebel force. I think oh, that should. kind of gorilla. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of army. I was thinking of Rome, like gorillas with machine guns. Like gorilla grogs army. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh my gosh. No, no, amazing. no, no, no. More like. Or just the new Planet of the Apes, basically. I think I think that there are many aspects of the stormtrooper that are linear. For example, I think I don't think they fought well in Endor, because <laughs> Endor was not a linear battlefield, but Hoth. Whereas a straight line, they did very well. <laughs> so I think to, we should rid the Nazi overtone and replace them with. I should make, they should make them similar to the rebels. I think they would have fought you, much better. I think the empire would have won. Yeah, so they were kind right. of like the British in the Revolutionary War. Then but entirely, they were, they were stuck to a routine. Maybe that was maybe that was the true overtone. Maybe really George Lucas was just trying to say, hey. The Nazis? Yeah. Look at what the British Empire Empire did <laughs> back in the day with their, you know, colonization. Mm-hmm. See, I, I also applicable. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say. The, oh, sorry. Oh, I also said the Roman Empire was also kind of apl- implied because it was a republic, and then it turned into an empire. I think. I think here's what we can do. 
because the assumption is, and I think I think it was George Lucas's intent to have it be, you know, the Nazi overtones. But we could make it so that it's more Roman overtones if we wanted to, and we oh. could add head plumes to the uh, oh, to the top of the stormtroopers' outfits. <laughs> so then they'd have to duck even farther down. <laughs> to I'm like it. The door. I, I, I see I no like downside. It. Oh, I see none. Of there we go. Because they, oh man, we cool like cool little head crest on the helmet. Okay, so as we we picture our new that's... stormtrooper, okay, let's picture. Well, which armor should we use? Armor set. I I, I, I go for right. empire armor set. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Six through yeah. See, I like the Three I like the new orders. orders. I do like Fortress Order one, but I do, but I think team. yeah. But the stormtrooper, yeah. right? If we're talking about those that were like the. The clones. If we're talking about the mm-hmm. clones that turned into the Empire's henchmen, mm-hmm. that's that's the original Empire's crowdfund. So I would say Empire era armor, we add a plume on top. And then make it Roman. What kind of yeah, plume? What, what, what kind I, of plume? I mean yeah, I would think it would be, you know, you know, it starts kinda like at the very top of the forehead. Mm-hmm. It goes about up straight up about six mm-hmm. inches and goes all the way back to the back of the neck, right? I agree. Kinda like a mohawk. Because the, the centurions had like the the you know dust broom, right? Like exactly. flat. I don't like right. that. Nope, that was a bad choice, Roman Empire. So, but what color is the real question? Wait. Is it designated by rank, mm-hmm. or is it yeah. just all the same to signify that they're you'd all? Have like, you'd have like one that's just like a smaller one that's maybe like black, and then you have another one that's like I don't like the way you said black. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have another one that's like black, but then have like white, like kind of like a back and forth all the way down. Okay. Or you have one that's just like flat out red, since all the higher officers in the empire are always like red. Would the red ones all only be reserved for um, the imperial guard, the guard thamper? Yeah, yeah, it could denote rank. They're not stormtroopers. That's true. They're not royal guards. So we don't really know what they are. That's another conversation. That's another. That is a conversation. Yeah. Except for Yoda just walking into the into Palpatine's chamber and just going. <laughs> yeah, just kill you. Yeah. Just kills two of them. There. Whatever. Um, and that's a technical term. That is a technical term for force pushing someone against the wall <laughs> until they are incapacitated. Yes. Um, so we've got the plume. We've got designated color by rank. I was thinking the plume could be just the empire symbol, which is that kind of weird gear shape with yeah. like a circle around it, yeah. but like Hog. half of it, like a mohawk. Yeah. Oh, I like if that. If I really want to keep going, you know how okay. easily you could say that that is also a almost a swastika-like thing. Eli's got to have his candy. That was a jar opening for you audience members out there. Hey, I want one of those, please. Shut up. <laughs> we are not sponsored by High Chews. Repeat, we are not sponsored by High Chews. <laughs> but we do. We love high to be sponsored by High Chews. <laughs> Give me your High Chews. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit trail, guys. Okay, so we've got the plume. Mm-hmm. We've got it looking kind of like half of a cog based on the Imperial insignia. If you need to know what that is, just look up Star Wars Imperial si- For insignia. For the record, that is cog with a G. All right, I'll add it. Thank you. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you for controlling. And we've got it uh, designated by color according to the armor type that they originally have in the original stormtroopers. So don't forget uh, removal of Nazi overtones. Right. <laughs> all removal. All removal. Or just uh, replacement with Roman overtones. Well, Romans Overtly were Roman. genocidal too. Right, but they're not Nazis. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge difference. Yeah, they're historical. Their museum is uh, dedicated to mm, this versus. Well, okay, never uh, mind. <laughs> <laughs> Removal of Nazi overtones. Okay. Period. Okay. <laughs> so, I submit that we should correct their um, um, grammar. 
Do they? No, we're not going with Nazi overtones. Not even grammar Nazis. <laughs> oh, nice. That was nice. I didn't even think of that. I submit that we should um, correct their aim. Okay, don't look to up. be actually accurate or to be worse. <laughs> okay, so I have thought about this. They could. It could go either way. Because you know. Technically, if they're more accurate, correct, they would be better. The movies would be over in an instant. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, they'd be better. Accuracy <laughs> equals hitting your target. But... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is what accuracy is. <laughs> Imagine... Okay, because right now, stormtroopers are at the peak of an accuracy to which they hit nothing. But imagine a stormtrooper, a line of stormtroopers that are so inaccurate that they shotgun blast everything in front of them. I could go either way, to be honest with you. So it's kind of like muskets in the British Empire. Correct. Because I think... British Empire, we're back. back. We're back. We're back to the Empire. (laughs) I think they should go just full on. They can't predict where they're... Their blasters will land. There's that whole discussion about perhaps stormtroopers are missing because of fighters' guilt. You know, like they don't want to hit their targets, even if they're clones trained to fight the enemy. Maybe there's something still in them that doesn't want to hit it. I say take away all volition and just they pull the trigger, and if something happens, it happens. Before, really quick, uh-huh. a thought. Before we get into you know specifically their aim, uh-huh. something that's tied to that I, I wanted to bring up is how would we want to train our stormtroopers? Mm. Because then that would correlate into their aim, as among other things. That would correlate into into those other things. So how how would we want to train the stormtroopers to begin with? Can someone refresh me on how they're currently trained? Because so, I don't know a ton about the extended universe or... Like a stormtrooper? In, yeah, in my notes I had that the clone troopers and stormtroopers were pretty much put through, well, actually, the clone troopers were really well-trained, but they were put through, like, the exact same regiment, so they could all do the exact same things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stormtroopers were basically just people off the street that they just signed got, up. that they signed up. Yeah. So they couldn't really do a lot, and they were kind of just all trained in a group without any real individual problem-solving training at all. Mm-hmm. The First Order stormtroopers, <laughs> however were given a lot of individual training, as we saw in Force Awakens, where they were more accurate with their weapons, and they could do more on an individual basis than just literally overwhelm the enemy with force. I see. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, right off the bat, I, I favor the clone trooper method <laughs> of mass training, of, a, of like a single genetic you know, offspring that are all trained the same way. I favor that more than picking someone off the street or than picking someone off the street and giving them individual, individualistic training. See, I would favor the first order one because it <laughs> seems to be like the most effective one. Well, I guess if you want your soldiers to be like overwhelming and quote unquote expendable, then yeah, I would prefer the clone trooper mm-hmm. training part. But I think if I can, com- if personally, if I compare all three trilogies, Mm-hmm. Well, the, Eventual the trilogy, uncompleted trilogy. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I would say clone troopers and first order troopers are the most accurate mm-hmm. and the most effective, combat effective. But clone troopers only fought against droids. They also killed all the Jedi, though. 
So... Well, I just found an interesting theory, actually. <clears throat> this theory basically runs around the idea that people in the movies who are important characters, mind you, so any of the Jedis and stuff like that, the only reason stormtroopers are missing is because the Force, in some way, shape, or form, actually deflects the blaster fire. I have heard that theory. Ooh. Like, what, and the Force protects belief, them. So your belief in the Force... Basically, ex mocking as the bullet. So if you well, die if from a laser except for Order 66. Well. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, I guess they, they shot so many blasts toward them. <laughs> they couldn't deflect all of them. Those are the prequels, and those are awful. So, but there was also a good point that was raised up here in the comment for Their this Their god article. just wasn't strong enough. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, wow. God. <laughs> okay, because here's one thing in the comments. Does make sense after all. In a new hope, Obi Wan, when looking at the blasted sandcrawler, said only Imperial stormtroopers fire. Was that accurate? And he's talking about the uh, one scene true. when a bunch of the Jawas got shot. He actually calls attention that their fire is actually super precise. But those with the Force or believe in the Force, it just basically they fly around you. It, they be it inaccurate because they're firing at someone with powerful Force. That's fascinating. I mean, that's what we saw in um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. The dude yeah. that was force sensitive. It's true. Mm -hmm. The blind guy is a lot of what they point to in this movie. Is that or, or we assume that's what it was, not just guilt. We we assume that it falls in yeah. line with that theory. Correct. I would. I favor the force theory. I guess in this universe. There was also another theory. I know. I don't think it was actually canon, or at least it was until they said the books and stuff weren't canon anymore. But that at some point. The factory that made all of their E11 blasters, which is like their standards, mm. those got all sabotaged. Fascinating. So that the factory was making defunct. Ever heard of that? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess it's assuming a perfect blaster and assuming uh, against a non force user, training method wise, I like, I like expendable soldiers that are trained equally. Okay. So the clone troopers, basically. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree. But follow-up question to that is, who should train the stormtroopers? I would like to submit that Liam Neeson from Taken <laughs> should train our stormtroopers, but, given that ooh. everything... Wait, what? John Wick. Ooh. Combination. Liam Neeson from Taken, whatever his character's name is, because I don't remember. Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> I want to see a movie with Qui-Gon Jinn is... Reconstructed, but this time it's Liam Neeson's character from Taken, whatever that person's name is, and John Wick working together to tag team teach stormtroopers how to fight. I want to see stormtroopers doing John Wick moves like rolling on the ground and reloading and like backflips. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go see John Wick. And I still haven't seen the second one. Because the bad guys, either the bad guys are terrible or they're just amazing. And I prefer the latter. I think that the Stormtroopers should also be trained by Deadshot. Ooh, ooh. yeah, okay. But those okay. movies would be over in an instant at that point. I want the perfect Stormtrooper. <laughs> you could have a Stormtrooper halfway across the battle. What, like, hey, watch this. What, what makes the perfect Stormtrooper? Does it make it so that it continues to move the plot toward its like ultimate conclusion within the balancing of the Force? Or does it just mean the Empire wins? I, if I am the Emperor, and I, I, my army is the Stormtrooper, okay, I want them to end the movies at four. <laughs> when they're hanging up. across that bridge and then just shoot R2-D2, yeah. just... Yeah. Yeah. And then just... 
That's it. That's what I want. Copyright. It's still his voice, but it's copyright. You didn't sing over seven seconds. Yeah, you didn't sing over seven seconds. Oh, right, right. I mean, I do. It is an interesting question of what, like, what do we mean when we say we improve characters? Yeah. And I, I submit that that the stormtroopers inaccuracy is a significant flaw in their character design. I think. I mean, it could be argued that the inaccuracy in their character design is important. I don't think it's important. I think that's just kind of a thing for the movie. It's just... I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, possibly... Because maybe, like, all we see on the Death Star, that, that's basically where we see, like, the majority, I guess, in episode four of their, like, shooting. Mm-hmm. So maybe the ones stationed on the Death Star didn't receive as much training in... They're stuck on a battle station all the time. Yeah, I mean, or they're just in sanitation. Like Finn. <laughs> was, that his, was that his actual... Uh-huh. It, that, that brings up yeah. another thing. Uh, really quick, to recap. Uh-huh. It seems like, unless anyone's opposed to Riley's suggestion, we want that mass training by John Wick, Liam Neeson's character, and Deadshot. Deadshot. Hell yes. So we're bringing in a bunch of different things there. And, I mean, really, that's... I mean, that's all we need for the perfect stormtrooper right there in training. But... Um, uh, so just to recap, that seems to be what we're going with. Any any opposition there, Eli? And that'd be trained by James Bond to be suave. Oh, okay, so we want we want suave. We want We want ladies' man stormtroopers. <laughs> really though, I and think, ladies' women stormtroopers. I think it's significantly yeah. important. I think that especially in like the episode you know four where Obi Wan is like these aren't the droids you're looking for or whatever, and then you have a stormtrooper that's like. No, sir, they actually are. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know Obi-Wan's like, oh, sorry, sir. Here's- <laughs> <laughs> you got me. So that raises a good question, though. Has there ever, ever been in the canon? I don't know because I never read any of the books or the comics or anything. Any of the extended universe. I ain't got time for that. But was there ever a force-sensitive stormtrooper other than Finn in these movies if it's implied that he's We don't know that he is, but... Right. But it, and I mean, technically, anybody could if they were like conscripted. But could they? Would so. there ever be a stormtrooper that was basically still like a Jedi kind of? Here's here's something that I've actually wanted to bring up uh, early on, since early on. Um, there is a theory out there for a variety of reasons that you know the stormtroopers are primarily. Pre- if, if we're talking about the stormtroopers from movies four through six, right? That's primarily the stormtroopers. Stormtroopers we're talking about. They're derived originally from the clones that were that were cloned by from um, uh, Jango Fett. Unchained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, there, there is a theory, and possibly, if I remember correctly, there might be a couple of books out there that suggest that Jango is force sensitive. Interesting. If that's the case, would that also get into the would that also get into the implications since they're clones that they're soulless, so therefore they can't know anything about the force. I don't want to get into the stem cell research here, so let's just skip over that one really quick. Um, just, just the thought here is that if if Django Unchained, if Django is Django Fett is force sensitive, then perhaps his clones are too. If so, and if anyone related to Django could be potentially as well, 
then yes, they, they, they could all be force sensitive. Logan's making a serious constipated face. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so, well, first of all, I did read somewhere, I think it might have actually been mentioned in episode two, where they said that they wanted to clone a Jedi, but right. none were available. Right? Right. Yeah. They, yeah, they wanted to. So. Midichlorians are genetic, right? Yep. But would they copy over in a clone? I mean, midichlorians are basically just like Star Wars' version of, oh, that thing you call faith? Yeah, we're just going to make that into science now. So. I see. Yeah. <clears throat> well, <Ow>. so. <laughs> I got fuck up one. I mean, we're not drinking. <laughs> it helps the thought process. I, so as a general consensus, to bring us up to speed, so our stormtroopers are episodes four through six model. Right. Those are the main now with plumes. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, they are trained by Deadshot Liam Neeson. Well, from Taken. From Taken whatever his name Taken. is, and then like John Wick. Correct. And James Bond. So and James Bond. Yeah. So now our stormtroopers not only have cool armor. Well, they have a cool plume, but now our stormtroopers are um, acrobatic. Uh, hence John Wick. They're accurate, hence Deadshot. They're suave, hence uh, James Bond. And what's his name? Brian Mills. And hence Brian Mills. They have a they, specific set of skills. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, go do, go they do have a specific set of skills. <laughs> so our stormtroopers currently, in terms of training, are great. In terms of armor, I think they're infinitely improved. But now we're talking about the stormtrooper as a person how do we do we want them cloned from a different type of like do we want them still cloned from Django do we want them cloned from someone else do we want them to be different people what do we want I submit that they are I mean if we're staying in Star Wars continuity I think they should all be Yodas <laughs> Can, no but no, they, no it makes sense just think about it for one second okay a whole bunch of little stormtroopers <laughs> release the toddler army. <laughs> just, just ride with me one second. A whole bunch of little stormtroopers with plumes that make them the size of regular people. Okay, trained. <laughs> Give me one sec. Trained by John Wick. Trained by Deadshot. Trained by. <laughs> What's his name? Who's Liam Neeson? Brian Mills. Brian Mills. <laughs> trained by James Wan and. They're as force sensitive as Yoda. <laughs> they I mean, and if they don't die in battle, they each live near 900 years. That's a good point. That's a good point. The only image I have is just a bunch of like rebel people standing in their little trenches, and over this hill just comes a bunch of tiny white men. <laughs> like, I don't like the way you said white. <laughs> <laughs> but they wouldn't be coming over the hill. You could fit 800 in an AT-AT that would normally fit 400. <laughs> you, just, you just see it open up and then like, just like ants, they just start pouring out of this thing. And they're all super acrobatic. <laughs> no defenses could stop they're them. They're leapfrogging over each other. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 see, I see all of the perks. See, I, I, I'm just imagining they're, be, they're being in like the army bunker, right? All with their helmets removed, and I can just hear this. 
just all of them just going. And that is similar to how the Scottish use bagpipes to intimidate their enemies. <laughs> so that's all you hear coming across the battlefield is filtered through the helmets. Just, <laughs> just a bunch of I have an alternative though. An alternative. Okay, I will allow it. Yoda militarily is probably the best option that you can have. Mm-hmm. But what if you wanted to subdue your enemy without any bloodshed? Okay, here's my alternative. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, right. My alternative is make clones of Jar Jar Binks. Here's why. I already hate it. Here's why. Okay. Exactly. <clears throat> because. You just get so annoyed They're all annoyed. the time. You, you, would, you would want to not be around them. You're you annoying your adrenaline so high that your accuracy would be like over nine thousand, and you <laughs> shoot them in the head from like a mile I think, away. I think that you would be so just annoyed with them. You'd the remove. Force would do the opposite of protecting. <laughs> Attract blaster bolts. I've lost all faith in life. I think that from a public relations standpoint, to avoid bloodshed, you want Jar Jar Binks in there. I right? don't want them on a poster. Exactly. People will eventually just join give up. The, join the Republic. People eventually just gonna give be up. Great. <laughs> Nobody's gonna want to fight these Jar Jars eventually. Like, yeah, you, okay, so your drilling oh, goes up and you yeah. kill enough of them, but they just keep coming, and it's just Jar Jar, and it's just you hate him, but you can't do anything about it, so you just get so annoyed. So you just you're done. That's it. Eli's doing a little dance over here. Yeah. Or you have the Jar Jar army as a front for a common enemy to unite everyone else. <laughs> And then you have very limited amount of Jar Jars, but you make it sound like they're unlimited. So therefore, you go, you must join the, em- oh. the Empire to defeat this menace. This so one you is... These, you have these pseudo-stormtroopers that are the Jar Jars, and then you have your real stormtroopers that are the Yodas. Yeah, you create... I'm liking it. Two, uh, I haven't okay. thought about that. Two different sets of clones. This one from trying to improve the stormtrooper to just... Why we hate Jar Jar so much? I want to create an army. <laughs> well, we'll get to Jar Jar probably in another episode. We will never not fix <laughs> I do like this idea, though, but not necessarily as a... Like, I do agree that it would be interesting to have it as a, um, like, a dual army kind of a thing, but I also think that it would be also interesting to have the Jar Jars immediately next to the Yodas, because who are you going to shoot at? (laughs) (laughs) Just boy, girl, boy, girl, just... Um, just I, I don't think it works down. like that. Uh, just, just FYI, I'm pretty sure that Jar Jar is, you know, an, an, an amphibian hermaphrodite, and I'm pretty sure Yoda <laughs> How dare you does what gender ever. <laughs> no, I, I mean well, that. Like, I, I, Yoda I, I, thought, I, thought that, I thought that Jar Jar actually was. That's not me, like, making fun of hermaphrodites. All right. Are you looking up what gender Jar Jar is? I, I thought. While I could be wrong. Daniel looks up what gender Jar Jar is. I and submit. <laughs> That's gender is Jar Jar. That's gonna be on your search history for forever. I don't care. I want Trump to know. (laughs) Safe search off. I want. So I submit. Number three on the search engine is is Jar Jar Binks a woman? (laughs) I submit. Like just for simplicity's sake, clones should be cloned off of Yoda. 
I, I would agree. I, I would. I mean, it, militarily, it makes the most sense. I think that if you were trying to just annoy your enemies, then Jar Jar would be a good option. Mm-hmm. One, one of many. I mean, Star Wars. There's a lot of annoying characters, oh, but. <laughs> but um, moving. I think I think you're right, and I think we can generally all agree. Yoda, I mean, you can't do much better than that. I right. mean, that's the entire point, is that Yoda's, like, the B.A.ist character in all of Star Wars. Daniel, do you have anything? Am I right? Things. Well, I haven't found that part yet, but I found another part. This is part of the wiki, so I don't know how much of it's true, but... George Lucas was inspired to develop Jar Jar based on the Disney character Goofy. <laughs> right. I can see it. And singer Michael Jackson was originally supposed to play the role. What? I don't know if I believe that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but moving back to character improvement. So now our stormtroopers have a plume. Okay. Okay. They're Yoda size. They're, they're, they're Yoda off. everything. They are. Much. They are Yoda. We would get to see what a young Yoda looks like. Mm. Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. And and they're trained by John Wick. Whoever Liam Neeson is in that. Brian movie. Mills. Brian Mills. Brian fucking Mills. <laughs> <laughs> um, Deadshot and James Bond. Yeah, this might help you remember. It's the most generic white guy name possible. Just that's not Ryan. That's my name. That's not true. Yeah, Logan James Smith. Smith. Yeah, no, I, I'm fine saying my full name because no one will be able to find me. Because there'll be 800 of them on yeah, Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. So now, what is there anything left remaining that a stormtrooper has against him? I I have I have a couple more things. Okay. The first thing is a female Yoda. <laughs> I hit it. Well, that could be a whole other discussion. Jar Jar is officially male. Okay, I was wrong. Jar-Jar I, I thought male. that I th- I legitimately thought that Jar Jar was hermaphroditic, but I was I was incorrect. Jar Jar is male. I have, I have two things that I want to bring up. Um, uh, one thing has already been brought up previously uh, a couple of times in passing, so I want to come back to that for a second. Is what does John Boyega in the newest Star Wars movie and the, in the upcoming Star Wars movie, uh, what does his character Finn add or detract from the ideal stormtrooper that we would like to see? And so rather than just thinking of the stormtrooper generically like we have been, is there anything that you'd like to change about Finn's interpretation or, or adaptation of the stormtrooper that you would like to see modified as well? So... My problem with the whole Finn thing is, like, you are raised to what, you know, because he was, they said they took, like, they basically said that they took him from a kid, and then they raised him, but at the same time, it's like, he doesn't have the same ideals, like, you still keep a lot of your ideals of who he raised you, so that kind of bothers me in the sense that, it, I guess you could say the Force... You know, Deus Ex uh, Machina, just the Force kept him from being uh, converted to a Stormtrooper. But at the same time, it's like, he, honestly, like, he was raised Stormtrooper. He should have been Stormtrooper. But then again, you could say uh, Force kept him from doing that. But. So what I'm hearing you say is, and it's a problem with, that we have with the Yoda ones, too, is that if they're all Force-sensitive, then could the Force then push them all to become, you know... So we, Soft. So are you saying that the Force also instills a sense of morality, then? Uh, that Whoa. seems to be a potential problem, at least. But the Sith are yeah, powerful on the dark side of the Force. Like, the Force is dark and light. I don't know if... I think Finn's problem <clears throat> with 
being a stormtrooper is something that we've yet to be shown in the movies, I think. Well, he also, doesn't he say in the movie that he knew he was taken away from his parents when he was young? That, that's heavily insinuated within the film. So he would ha- harbor a hatred, kind of? I think Maybe. that what, especially this this new trilogy, is pushing, <clears throat> I feel at least, is pushing something beyond the Force, I think. I think because, like, you know, episodes one through three and four through six were very, like, the Force is important. Metaphorian. Right. <laughs> it's scientific backing the Force. The Force, the Force, the Force. And I think... <laughs> Scientology. Especially episode seven. Like, the preview for episode seven... They're Thetans, thank you. The, the preview for episode seven has Luke saying that it's much bigger than the dark and the light side. It's so much bigger than that. And so I think that whatever Finn's issue is is beyond the scope of the Force. So I think our Yoda characters would be fine. <laughs> I, I think I do want to add one caveat. If we're going for the ideal from a more imperialistic standpoint uh-huh. of the Stormtrooper, I think it would be best to say that the, um, the Sto- Yoda Stormtroopers, the Yoda clones, would be uh, socialized. They'd be pushed toward the dark side. Not that they would be brainwashed into like just the dark side, but they would it would be like supportive toward like being drawn into the dark side. That way we could help avoid any potential problems that Eli and you have brought up about what could be a ma- the matter with Finn from an imperial standpoint. Here's a non sequitur, but to answer your question from earlier, Gungans actually have eggs and they grow from tadpoles. That makes sense. That means external insemination, so there we so, go. All the more reason I want Yoda. Okay. <laughs> I, I think we're sold on that. I think we're sold on that. So I think I as long as they're, they're habitually pushed toward the dark side mm-hmm. by their trainers, I mean, John Wick and Brian Mills, <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, who else? Uh, James, Bond. James Bond. James Bond and Deadshot. And Deadshot. I think, I think are that's all incredible users of rage yeah. and... Passion. Um, passion yep. and fury. Would James Bond really be in that? Uh, passion. He has a lot of sex. Passion for women. Daniel Craig rage. Well, I guess yeah, that's yeah. true. So, um, one other thing. Did you see that scene where he got whipped in the balls? Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. <laughs> Moving to the next thing. Uh, is, um, would, would there be any specialized equipment? Because we haven't really talked about that yet. Mm. As, okay. uh, other than, you know, we've got the blasters, but if they're Yoda clones, would we give them lightsabers? Would we give them something else? Jetpacks? Oh my god. Give them jet oh <laughs> the AT-AT side doors just open and it's like <laughs> I want 800 come out of If I was to be leader of one of the, like a section of the army, I, knew, I had all these Yoda clones with jetpacks, I would... They would be all known as the damselflies. <laughs> <laughs> they each have, like, insect squadron names. <laughs> I'm trying to think... Go, my crane flies! I'm trying to think, what's the most powerful weapon in anything? Spartan Not just Star Wars. Spartan laser. Spartan laser. What, what's the Spartan laser? It's from Halo, Halo. 3. It's this big thing you have to charge up, and it kills everything in, like, one shot. Okay. Wait. Portable. Portable guns. Death stars. <laughs> Yeah, but that could I, be I think easy. Riley's right about that, actually. Like, 
even compared to whatever the Spartan laser is, because I don't know about that. It's basically but the same thing. The Death Star, portable Death Star. What about a portable Death Star mm-hmm. that is powered by the Tesseract from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So that way it doesn't have to charge up. So there's no time restraint. Oh my god. So it just immediately shoots whenever they want. But you can't really see, handle it that well. Yeah, it's, you know, here's the thing. Are we, we make it so that they can. It's it's Yoda. It's fine. Are we, are we giving them too much power though? <laughs> That's the thing I'm kind of wondering. Like lots of Yodas with the, like their own individual test rack that they just use the force to levitate. They just t- like chuck it at their end, just like a grenade. <laughs> Look at it this way. You're worried about them being you know too powerful. It seems to me that the force <laughs> seems to have a way of coordinating that the good guys always fucking win. So even so, even if we give these Yoda clones. These portable instant death star laser beam killers <laughs> that they're still gonna lose. Eventually. Make it might the, take longer. It makes the name damsel. It might take, you know, another it. trilogy. You have to have little X-Wing drones go into <laughs> each individual portable death star and shoot a torpedo into it. I think it just that goes, we should not necessarily assume story arc. Because then you could you could make a stormtrooper whatever you want it and be lose it lose. Yeah. I as to, in in the empirical sense of make the stormtrooper better. I submit that our little Yodas with plumes and a whole bunch of training. I guess not necessarily have portable Death Stars, but I'm trying to think, like what would. Uh, like boatcasters, they should at least have <laughs> blasters and lightsabers. I think they should have a melee oh, weapon handed. No, Here's an alternative: they have to have both those like double-sided like shock sticks that those uh, robot droids in the uh, oh, first three yeah. movies had that protected General Grievous. That's right. And the just purple annoying, noisy sticks. Annoying, noisy sticks. I believe Daniel just said with the official term. It's like it's like rave gear. They're just shock boozellas. One one more alternative that I'll submit. And if, if shot down, it's fine. Wands from the Harry Potter universe. No. Oh, it's mixing too many universes. Yeah. Ooh. Is it too far? Does it break is real. too much? That's, that would introduce that's so way too much, much magic in a universe. Okay, you're right. That breaks too much continuity. Where the you're force right. is kind of an ambiguous magic. I'm much more okay with having the idea that in a galaxy far, far away, I mean, it is in, in the past, though, technically, which is weird, but that, is you know... Yeah, relativity and science. We in a galaxy far, far away. I think, in theory, they could have shipped John Wick, Deadshot, and Bill Gates, Brian Brian Mills, (laughs) (laughs) and James Bond from Earth to their universe. I'm okay with that. Steve Jobs. Everything runs off Apple. So, (laughs) lightsaber is a little Apple symbol. I, I think that's it. And then Does they have to replace them every six months anyway. <laughs> I think that's the perfect thing. And that brings that that takes care of your concern what? about them being too powerful is that if we give them lightsabers or other weapons, any kind of weapon that's produced by Apple, within a year they have to replace them anyway. So <laughs> then it takes care of them being overpowered. And then you have to plug you don't have a charger in the squadron. Then you have to plug it into <laughs> a computer to get it to update like every week and it's like always like yeah. 60 megabytes. It always takes forever. They're always getting lost. <laughs> there we go. Using and, it, and that's that's how we balance the force. Okay. We introduce Apple products to the Star Wars universe. I say as I'm using an Apple product. <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored by Apple. <laughs> I believe it though. 
I think it would work. So yeah. So are there any last thoughts about anything else we'd like to change about these stormtroopers? These idealized stormtroopers. I don't know. I like the Yoda oh. jetpack army. Oh, and the jetpacks. Oh, I forgot that's about right. the jetpacks. Jetpacks. Yes. And that kind of compensates for the updating. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I would submit that uh, a quick modification: the plumes don't extend to the bottom of the helmet, but the bottom of the butt. Like over the back or like, the shoulders. Like, like for example, it connects to the helmet, but then past the helmet, it just dangles freely down yeah. to the butt. So okay. while they're flying, it's like it gets caught on fire. With the oh, jetpack. but but if they could like, <laughs> <laughs> they're flying through the air on fire. <laughs> Can you imagine how intimidating that would be? They're coming. <laughs> But then they could like curl in a ball and make like this ring of fire as they're going. I submit that it should go down past their jetpack. I like the all idea because right. I want to see. Like, <laughs> Everyone's like, all right. <laughs> we've, had, we've all had like you know four what? beers. You know <laughs> this man. There we go. I want to see combustible Yodas flying. <laughs> Riley, can you recap for us our stormtroopers' elements? I can. So, our stormtrooper, starting from uh, genetic cloning, is cloned from Yoda. And this, so this will continue into the four, five, and six. Correct. Set. Okay. Uh, so, so they continue to do this. They're all cloned from Yoda, so they're all small and green and lovable until they kill you. I don't like the way you said green. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. Okay. They, they all have plumes that extend down past their jetpacks. They all have jetpacks. They all have yes. apple-produced. I don't think we decided what the Apple produced product was. If anything. it was it, lightsabers, blasters, whatever, iPhones. <laughs> Their batteries don't last more than four hours. So Apple computers. Exploding Samsung galaxies. Are they oh. also Apple? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think the jetpacks are produced by Apple. Okay. Their weapons are produced by Apple. Okay. Um, the jetpacks are produced in China. That means there's many of them. Let's move forward. Yes. Okay. Correct. Moving on. Anyway, and I think that's it, actually. I think. You got the train. Oh, oh, right. They're trained by uh, John Wick Deadshot. Brian Mills. Brian Mills. <laughs> I'm going to become a better artist because I want to draw this as a character because I think it would be amazing. <laughs> and trained by James Bond. So they are suave, acrobatic, accurate, and full of rage. <laughs> okay. I think, I mean, I, that's the ideal Stormtrooper. I'm, we have recanonized the perfect Stormtrooper. So compared our new Stormtroopers... To the old stormtroopers, uh, specifically stormtroopers from episodes four through six, do we think that they're better? They Wait, would be more effective at getting the job done. I mean, but it would have ended with episode four. Would just be done. It would just have been yeah. a new hope the first five minutes. Well, from the Empire's perspective. But without defining necessarily what better means, do we think they are better? Yeah. Yes. I would watch Star Wars more. Purely in a comical sense, yes. So, raise your hand if you think they're better. And raise your hand. That's all. It's That's a unanimous, unanimous decision. <laughs> they are better. I Cheers just, to that. Drink I, more. I just, really want, <laughs> I just really want my damselfly squadron. <laughs> all right. So this week we talked about the uh, the Stormtrooper. Um, let's do our drawing for next week. I've got a random number generator here. Oh, nice. Okay. I was wondering about that. And so to explain, um, for each episode, we will cover a character from media, whether that be literature or movies or TV shows or video gaming. 
Um, and then at the end of each week, we're going to pick our character for next episode so that uh, you guys can review on any material that you need so you can be up on like the lore or whatever. Um, and then maybe you can like, I don't know, send us suggestions of characters that you want in the future. Um, we'd love to have that. Or if you guys um, have specific issues with the character yourselves, if you'd like to submit those. Um, and I don't know if we necessarily have a submittable um, area yet to submit your comments, but um, as soon as we get that, we'll let you know. <laughs> um, so our next, uh, uh, based on the just random number generator, we've got a list of uh, uh, numbered off uh, characters here. Our next uh, character for discussion, another rather generic one in a sense, will be Alien from the Alien. Oh, yes! Heck yes! I'm excited. So please read up and uh, watch at least the first movie if you're if you're capable of doing that. Um, legally, of course, um, and uh, pirate that. Uh, um, and do not uh, pirate it. We do not pirate movies. I already bought the movies. Fine. Okay. Yeah, we're fine. So it's um, called a joke. <laughs> we'll be we we will be discussing that uh, the, in our next episode. Um, we'd like to thank uh, Zane Design for their partnership and partnering with uh, creating our logo, as well as for this uh, for this episode. If you uh, would like to. Uh, put together a order for them. It's again, just email LukeZaneDesign at gmail.com L-U-K-E-Z-A-N-E-D-E-S-I-G-N at gmail.com and include the promo code POPAPOC. That's P-O-P-A-P-O-C somewhere in the subject bar of your email to receive 20% off your next total design order. We'd also like to thank you, our audience, for joining in, in with us this episode. Please submit any uh, questions, comments, suggestions on this episode or with the upcoming one or upcoming ones in general of any kind to popularapocrypha at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-U-L-A-R-A-P-O-C-R-Y-P-H-A at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for joining us this episode, and we'll Club see you all soon. Twitter. Hmm? Should we plug our Twitter? <laughs> oh, yeah. Shane's plugging. Uh, uh, we, we have we a do. Facebook page. Look for us on Facebook. By, look by for the, us on Twitter. By the look time for this us goes up, on, we'll have stuff on it. Look for us, uh, if not yet, we'll soon hopefully be on iTunes. And be looking for forward, uh, for uh, future projects as well. Um, uh, we're looking at a variety of different things. So uh, just keep up to date with us, and we'll keep and we'll keep you updated as well. Thanks for joining in with us this, this week, and we will see you all soon. Bye, friends. Mm -hmm.